and welcome back to the Delaware Boys Nice Football Podcast. Ryan, say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? Same as usual. Welcome back to the show. Uh, once again, we are just rolling through these rookies as fast as we possibly can. We are finally on to our running backs. Uh, today we start with Bucky Irvin. Steven's by far number one, has been his number one for a while. Steven, what about Bucky Irvin draws you so much to him in a crowded running back room this year? That boy is fucking electric. I'm going to leave it at that. That boy is electric. <clears throat> um, 5'10", 195-pound running back out of Oregon. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. Over six yards per carry. Top five in the country in broken tackles. And you're going to say – you're going to say uh, – that you should say that's impressive for 195 pound running back, uh, game changing speed, game changing acceleration, ability to the ability to stop and start on a dime, receiving game prowess. He he's a huge prospect in this running back class. Uh, absolutely love him. Yeah, I just feel like I don't really have a stamp on my one yet. Right now I'm between Quorum and Bucky, but I just feel like this year is so crowded as a running back room because we saw Travion go back. Who was I think <laughs> one, and now everybody seems to be scrambling to find who the one is, and I don't think we, most of us, still don't know. I mean, I told you this. This is my one. I, I'm not. I haven't yeah. faded off. He's been your one for for a few months now. So yeah. So I just want to get into it. Um, four four six projected forty. I actually think he plays faster than four four six. I'm going to be completely honest with you. A lot of people want to bring up the undersized aspect, 195 pounds, uh, but there are running backs in the league that succeed at this kind of weight. Um, I'm not going to say he has the athleticism and explosiveness of Jameer Gibbs, but you see that. You see DeMond A. Chain. You've seen Chris Johnson. You've seen Tony Pollard. I mean, the list goes on and on. This guy can carve out a role in the league. He can solidify a role in the league. Yeah, for sure. Watch this team, though. I think the one thing that stands out the most is, like, just his work – at the line of scrimmage, I mean, he seems to be able to pick holes between defense defenses, and honestly, it's something you love to see coming into the league. For sure, finding the holes a huge problem, even some for some people in college. We'll get to that on other players later on, but he does a great job of it, and uh, I think that's going into the league. If you don't have it, it's going to be tough to learn in the league. Yeah, uh, the the biggest thing that I want to you know talk about is the fact that I think he's, you know, he's suited for outside zone gap type scheme system. Uh, not many running backs in this class have the speed to consistently beat defenders to the edge. He has that. He is going to, he'll thrive in a system like that. Um, <clears throat> nice fit to me, the Chargers. Just want to talk about that. I do think they're the favorite for Blake Corum as well with Michigan coach going there in Harbaugh. Sure. But a, a system like that. Um a New York Giants type system, a system, a system like that, a lot of outside zone, you know, schemes that they ran with Saquon Barkley. Obviously, we're talking right. about a, a six foot, two hundred twenty pound running back, but I think, I think Bucky Irving can solidify a role. Um, <clears throat> another thing you talk about is his poise in the backfield. Yeah, the game's never too big for him. Um, very slow. He's very slow with it. You know, he can see it. He sees it break down, and then he bursts. He hits a one cut burst. He's gone. Yeah. Absolutely love that part of his game. Um, and a lot of people don't want to talk about the fact that he is only 195 pounds, but he breaks a lot of tackles. He gets he gets to his top speed very quickly, very good acceleration, and he breaks a lot more tackles than people want to talk about. Yeah. 
So it kind of would have him is he's like a true one cut back. He has the ability to avoid defenders afterwards, but he really is a true one cut back with receiving upside. I look at the receiving upside for him as the big plus plus for him, especially out of this group that's coming out. Um, he succeeds, man, in little screen routes and bubble screens. He I've seen him do it all, and he's always handled it pretty well. Um, he's good even mm-hmm. off of these receiving plays. He's also very good at following his blockers down the line. And uh, I don't know, man. He just seems seems like he might be that guy. Like yeah. you said, he's not exactly, you know, Jameer Gibbs level receiver out of the backfield, but it doesn't mean you can't get excited about it. Yeah. So, like, when I look at Jameer Gibbs, I compare him a lot to, like, a Le'Veon Bell out of the backfield. Dudes that right. can consistently run routes <clears throat> from the backfield or at the line of scrimmage out of the slot, they were dominant in that aspect of the field. You have to be more creative with how you get the ball in his hands in the receiving game. Like you said, running back screens, um, uh, little little swing routes, yeah. you know, little wide receiver routes in the line of scrimmage, thinking you know, of screens like that, things like that that – can get him open. He doesn't have that like route running ability, like I said, of a Le'Veon Bell, Jameer Gibbs. Right. Creative. He's crafty. He can get the ball in any type of way and he can take it to the house. Yeah, for sure. I don't, the thing that worries me, and I, I don't really mean worry, but like, especially come combine time, I would really like to see that below a 446. I was very surprised that that was an official time. Well, I guess none of these are really official official but a 446 seems slower than i would expect out of him yeah like i said like i said this is also a projected 40 time this is this was a other time so it could be a high school time or something like that yeah i do expect him to be lower than a 446 i'm not going to say he's going to be a 439 like jameer gibbs or like a a 44 flat like a 220 you know 220 pound pound barkley like that's crazy but if he gives you a 442 443 you know i mean you're you're good. Right. You're happy. That's all you need. He has game changing speed. He plays faster than he does, you know. Right. He has yeah. he has game speed and I love to watch him play. Um but like we say, I do think like with Jameer Gibbs, I don't think on a home run ball, I don't think you're going to catch him in any way. You're not going right. to get chased down or hawked in the back like behind from behind. I think Bucky possibly could. Sure. Like I said, that could happen. Yeah. But he is a home run threat to take the ball to the house anytime he touches the ball. Yeah. And I don't know, man. He's just I'm just so surprised. I'm still stuck on the four four six. I really do apologize. But I don't know, dude. It just seems like he he's moving faster than that. Cause once he finds the hole and he hits it, I'm, I mean he really kind of goes from like zero to a hundred, kind of just like that, which Oof. is ability. But we'll see come combine. Yeah. Uh let's let's talk about some cons again. He is uh He's not perfect. Um, uh, you got to throw the undersized label at him. Uh, obviously, that's sure. a thing. Um, to me, what that means is possibility of playing sparing snaps early on in his career. The ability, or will he truly earn a full NFL workload, or will he be a guy that has to be spelled by another running back in the backfield? Today, yeah. it doesn't bother me as much because you see Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs has success. He's a top 10 fantasy running back. Same thing with uh, <clears throat> with Tony Pollard with Zeke, multiple top ten seasons, right. and here we are. Zeke's gone, and you. I mean, granted, you see, you saw the spell. I don't blame it completely on Pollard because he had an ankle injury, right? But you know, I mean, you know, Tony Pollard has top ten seasons. You know, he can produce that. I don't. 
I don't think sharing a backfield is as dangerous as it was back when we were watching football with like yeah. LT, AP, Priest Holmes, Jamal Charles, guys like that. We've seen Dua succeed. We've seen David Montgomery this year and Jameer Gibbs as recent as that. And then you can go back to Kamara and Mark Ingram days and see sure. where both of them succeed. Um, it's not as scary. Now, obviously, like, I guess you'd love a receiver to have that, like, workload. Or, excuse me, or running back to have that workload. I'm sorry. But it's not always possible. And I think, like, the true reason why he won't be every down back is because I don't necessarily think he's the greatest like run or pass blocker no he's not um and which is a huge knock i have on him i think like if you're going to be on the field every play you need to be able to block somewhat yeah. and it seems like sometimes he just straight up dodges blocking which is <laughs> not, I mean, not good i mean the thing is is like i do see the effort from bucky um but it's not great <laughs> let's be it's honest not, it's like, not it's not great right we talk about pass protection yeah. And when we key it into running backs, like you said, it doesn't have a fantasy impact per se, but it does have a snap percentage played impact, which can Im- impact sure. your fantasy output or production. Yeah. So if you can't pass block, if you go into a scheme with a with a QB that you absolutely need to protect, and you can't do it, uh, that's a problem. You won't be out there every play. Right. Um, <clears throat> the last thing we talk about the outside zone gap scheme type of running back that, I, that he can succeed in the, you know, those mm-hmm. type of systems, the tough yards, if he's going to be on the field for the tough yards, the third and ones, the third and shorts, you know, yeah. fourth and one short conversion type of things like that. How will he fare attacking the D lineman between the tackles? That's my other, that's my one question. I truly, truly have. I mean, all things, I think, Every running back has a flaw in this draft class. I think if that's the one thing you can point out, I think it's, you know, maybe at least something you can try to develop as time goes right. on. But Because each snap, you're not going to want him to come into the line of scrimmage and try and bounce it back outside. Yeah, it works. It yeah. does work. But it's not yeah. going to work every time. You need to be able to grind and grit for the tough yards. Those things are important. Sure. Um, <clears throat> again, I want to get into it. He does sorry, have – sorry. He does have times where he – doesn't really have that problem, but I guess for the most part, you could say that. And the only other downside I had was I didn't, you already touched on it earlier, but just to solidify it, it's like you're right. He doesn't really have like any other routes outside of screens and and swing Some routes passes and things like yeah. that. So, I mean, yeah, obviously, he's, not, I work on, but. he's not Le'Veon Bell out of the backfield. No. We all remember how special Le'Veon was, but sure. he's crafty. He's crafty. He's going to get the ball in his hands. Yep. Um, all right. Sorry. Go ahead. My number one prospect for the running back position overall comes in at number one or number 11 for me on the total big board. Um, your number two running back, not sure where you have him ranked as your prospect overall. I want to say it's probably like what, 14? I think I have him 13 off the top of my head, but I don't 13. have him in front of me. Um, my NFL comp for him is Tony Pollard. Actually, a little bit faster, Tony Pollard. He is a lot more athletic than Tony Pollard. I will say that Tony Pollard is better in the receiving game and the aspects of being able to run routes in the line of scrimmage. Please remember, yeah. Tony Pollard was a wide receiver at Memphis before he was converted running back. Same with Antonio Gibson. They both had those molds. <clears throat> but give Bucky time. I think his creativity and craftiness at the line of scrimmage can still get him the receiving upside that those two running backs had. I will say he is a better pure runner than Tony Pollard or Antonio Gibson, but that is my comp this year. You know, 2022 is Tony Pollard, that, that, that Tony Pollard right there. Yeah, for sure. Like 
you kind of already answered the question, but when I saw your comp for Tony Pollard, I kind of thought to myself, like, okay. I mean, I get it. It makes sense as a comparison, but, like, it's not something that exactly gets me, like, excited. Like, I've never really been high on Pollard myself. I feel like most probably really aren't, especially after this season. Uh, but I, I think you broke it down pretty well, so disregard. I mean, but is it that you weren't excited because of the massive ankle injury he, succeed, he sustained in the playoffs last True. year? The volume was there for Tony Pollard. And in the second half of the year, he really picked up his play. Right. Um, granted, highlighted by, general, for being honest. highlighted by an MVP deck, an MVP caliber offense. Like, it's really hard to design right. in on Tony Pollard. Yeah. But at the same time, we're also talking about, you know, top 10 season for Pollard in 2022. We're talking about massive hype going into 2023. I think these guys can succeed in the league. I really, really do. Yeah. Um, but let's get into it. We do have a couple of clips to show you guys. Um, let's bring up. What do we got this. first? I want this one first because this is a nice little swing pass. Like I said, not much creativity. The line of scrimmage, what you're going to see here was a <clears throat> RPO by Bo Nix. As you have Bucky Irving flaring out to the left side hash here, just watch Bo Nix work. Watch him find his guy. Boop. And we're going 40 plus yards to the house. Without a doubt. Just very defenders there. All the way down the line. All the way down the line. Very simple. That's just what they did. Oregon, a lot, a lot of big play names at the for their offense. Here sure. we are. And Bucky Irving kills you in the backfield for 42 yard touchdown. Yeah. Tough. 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 Here we go. This is the one I actually like to show here. Notice we're at the goal line here. This is against Washington. Um, you're gonna see an inside, you're gonna see an inside zone here. He's gonna come off the right guard. Um, just watch this one cut here. It's really it's a little difficult to see, but just pay attention. You're gonna see a one cut off the right guard's hip, and you're gonna see him burst 10, I think it's 12 yards for a touchdown here in the red zone. That's not what I wanted to do. Solid, solid. Oh, here we go. Shit. Damn, that's unfortunate. Here we go. And the play happens here. Boom, off the right guard. I got Easy nothing score. on my screen. You have nothing on your screen? Do you have it on your screen? No, go ahead. It might be bugged. Go on. Hold on. I want to see. I want you to see this clip. Hold on. Here we go. All right, we're up. And let's run it back. You'll see it off the right guard's hip. Boom, cuts back, and he's taking it 12 yards to the house. Easy. Make it look easy. Easy. Make it look so easy. One cut. That's what I'm saying. That, that one cut at the beginning to find the hole is really all he needs to get That's by. all the space he and needs. I mean, he's a little once dude. He hits that that's hole, all the space it's he needs. Straight line speed, and <clears> that's what I love to see. That's all he needs, guys. Yeah. This right here, I pulled this clip specifically. Again, you're going to see another RPO here. We're going to have a halfback counter. You're going to go to the left side here. This right here is impressive. I just want to show you his contact balance. He's wrapped up at the line of scrimmage, and he makes a, he makes a positive play out of nothing. This was really impressive to me. Um, like I said, just insane contact balance for a guy who's 5'10", 195. Wrapped up here, 
boom, bounces off one, bounces off two, comes back. And we're talking about a seven-yard gain, and we're positive We're positive when it should have been a tackle at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Extremely impressive. Extremely impressive contact balance, way to keep his legs moving, yep. and way to fight through the way to fight through the defenders. Yeah, that low center of gravity, even though he is smaller, that low center of gravity really helps him out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Last one I have is a nice little clip here against North Carolina. Big game for him. He had 150 yards and two touchdowns in this game. Uh, this right here is just a nice little impressive, like little one cut boom. He's gone to the outside. Let me pull it up here. Again, little ham out of the shotgun handoff from Bo Nix. Watch him work. And, cut, one and I'm out. And he's gone. And got, just yep. And the thing was, I also like to I also like you guys to notice here that only not only did he have two defenders, you know, once he got up the sideline, he fought through the one, picked up an extra four yards. So please know that he plays a lot bigger than 195. He fights through everything. He's gonna try and gain you those extra tough yards that most guys of that size won't do. So just know that I'm a big fan of this kid. Huge fan. Yeah. I got, I mean, we kind of ran through the gauntlet pretty quick on him, but I think as an, as a job profile, we've done what we need to do here. Yeah, this is my, see, like when we get into running backs, you know, this is my favorite position in football. Yeah. This is your running back guru on, excuse me, this side? This side, uh, yeah, just just you know what you're doing. Um, this is my favorite position to scout, guys. I've been I've been going through it. I've watched hours and hours of this kid's tape. Absolutely love this kid. Um, if you're gonna take him, take him at the 110 in your drafts. If you have the 110, 111, I have no problem you taking him there. He is my running back one, and like I said, I'm higher on him than consensus. So please go get him. Go get that man. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no. Um, I guess that'll about wrap it up. So, yeah. Once again, thanks for tuning in for these. Uh, we breeze through this one. So, thank you for sticking with us. And uh, Steve, got anything for the people this time? Yeah. Again, RPO. We're live there. Yards per. We're live there. Um, again, guys, thank you for the for the platform to do what we do. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we don't want you guys to ever forget that. So. Thank you, Alex, Leo. On that note, we're out.